show from a heavy metal perspective. From Danzig to death, to Dark Throne to Dr. Shrinker. Buckle up, things are about to get heavy. This is the Metal Podcast. Let's rock and roll. And welcome to the Metal Podcast. The best post-weekend show where people never get to the topics that they plan to get to. I am AC and here always with the greatest co-pilot in recording history. How you doing, DJ? I'm doing well. Let's uh let's keep this thing afloat or in the air as they say and and land gingerly or tenderly, gently. You can take over. I'm doing well though. How are you? I'm 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 good, you know, all things considered. I'm doing good and doing doing the best I can with what I have. So all we can ever ask for. Yeah, you know, I, I try I try to be as as grateful as possible, you know. But uh uh yeah, just wanted to to get to something that we didn't get to on the last episode just because we 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 just get sometimes we just get caught up in in things we find more interesting. Like uh, like last week we just stumbled into this that and we just kept going but hey you know new week new deal and i wanted to say this so we didn't look like total jerks <laughs> and uh i don't hate wolfgang van halen oh yeah it, it's it's it really is I, I do have a problem with people being overweight and uh just because you you guys you got to be healthy you, you 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 really do yeah you you need to you need to be the best you you can be for multiple reasons like the the don't be too lean but the the more fit you are the healthier you're going to be and uh Wolfgang Van Halen he does not seem to be a bad guy and we got this uh this little little uh statement from uh, Blabbermouth where he said it was absolutely ridiculous being nominated for a Grammy. So he has self awareness. He he knows that this is this is ridiculous and uh well, we, he, he didn't deserve it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, we've said that he's tried to be like his own person or distance himself from his father to try to you know essentially make it on his own so we can't really hold you know a nomination against him or to be totally unfair or you know ruthless but yeah like we're looking out for the best interest of this is someone who you know he isn't committing any crimes but due to going around trying to kill people over a basketball game but there are kids going to look up to him and think like maybe you know we we want them to live a healthy lifestyle. Doesn't mean you you starve yourself or throw up after eating, but you know there and is And it that doesn't balance. it also doesn't mean you have to look like Arnold from Conan the Barbarian. Right. Like th- like that that's 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 the lie that's put out like oh so I I have to look like a He-Man doll? Oh, I couldn't do that, therefore I'll just use that as an excuse to be lazy. No, no, no. You know, you know what looks good in the mirror and you know what makes you feel better. Cause when you are overweight, you operate at a lower capacity, like, you know, putting lower quality gas in your car. It's like you're, you're putting bad 
fuel in it, you're not taking care of it. Like your your body, it, it's you know, it's like uh like any other engine. You, you do need to perform regular maintenance on it. You need to you need to clean it. You need to you need to give it the the right fuel. Otherwise, it breaks down. And being overweight doesn't just mean you are less sexually desirable to others, but you will you will think less clearly. You will you will be less happy. But the the greater point is that we're not talking about that anymore. He is aware that he did not deserve the Grammy. the The, the Grammy might might as well have been um, uh, best child of a famous rocker because it was best rock song. And you 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 listen to this song, right? Yeah, I heard it. The song, yeah, it was it was called Distance. Distance, yeah, very like average, like yeah. like like it's, it's if, better. If, if you than had the to pick a you best would, rock yeah. song, would would you put that up there for twenty twenty two? No, it's not necessarily saying it's like terrible, but it's not. But we're this is best rock song, not yeah. like a song most likely right. to be listened to and not I mean, cause depression. <laughs> so right. th- it also you know begs the question of uh what does it take to be nominated for a Grammy? Because there's no way they're looking at every single rock song that was released. Because I, I I'm pretty sure they have their own category for independent. Could you could you look that up for me? See uh, what the what? categories are for the Grammys. Yeah, I'll look that up. But we've kind of looked at, um, like how the PMRC came up with their Filthy Fifteen lists. Like, how do they come up with these lists or even awards? Well, I, I well that I think that's that to me is a is a different issue. Okay. To to me the the PMRC that that was a, like a subjective thing. Like those were the ones that they saw. Like they weren't going to go through every vulgar song in the world. But the Grammys. Like you are picking the best rock song of the year. So you need to be a little more uh, objective. No, no, you need to be more objective with your subjectivity because of course, you know, it it is, you can't like, there's no, there's no way to measure like what, what is the best, right? Like, well, well, we, we measured uh, the the BPM and we divided it by uh, the the words and multiplied it by the hook. Like, there's no way to measure that. So it's it's really oh. a bunch of people getting together and it says like, okay, these were the ones that that uh, came up m- most frequently. So all right, th- these are yeah, the ones that the people like. Yeah. So there are just uh, four categories at the Grammy Awards. Is that what you're looking for? where the artists from all musical genres compete against one another. They got Album of the Year, Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best New Artist. That's all of them? Uh, There are no other categories at the Grammys. List of Grammy Award categories. Yeah, all of them. Okay, there's Grammy Global Impact Award. Lifetime Achievement Award, Trustees Award, Technical Grammy Award, Grammy Legend Award, 
Grammy Hall of Fame award. Is this the right thing? They're probably. Yeah, because there's no, like, the Oscars have, like, like 30 categories. Okay, then there's, like, genre-specific fields. That's what, that's, so, that's oh, what I'm, I'm looking for, is more of that. That's what you're looking for? All right, so 2024 yeah. ceremony, there were 94 categories. 94, uh, okay, all right. Just, just, just go through, like, if any of them seem kind of, like, pointless, don't skip over them. All right, like, look for, like, children's, comedy, audiobook, narration, and storytelling. I guess that was irrelevant. Classical, yeah, children's country and American roots, gospel okay. and contemporary Christian. Okay. Jazz, traditional pop, contemporary instrumental and musical theater. Latin, global, African, reggae, and new age, ambient, or chant. Package, notes, and historical. Pop and dance electronic. You got production, engineering, composition, and arrangement. R&B, rap, and spoken word, poetry, rock, metal, and alternative. Okay. All right. So no longer awarded is pop, rock, or okay. They just like consolidated them or something like that. Okay. What well, there was no like best independent category. Doesn't look like it. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So so they 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 went they went through a, a bunch of stuff, and my 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 greater point was they probably didn't go through every major release because at this day this day and age you know you you can put out a quality sounding record without a record label you don't you do not need a label to do it before it was it was expensive to put out a record and most people that had the talent to do it would just get the label and everyone else they focused on other things so you know, you, you have a lot of terrible artists putting stuff out now. And um, there's no way that they are looking for that. So they're, they're just looking at what is commercially viable. Like that, that is clearly what, it, what is in their eye at this point. So this this day and age, what we got here is uh, uh, pretty much the artists that we talk about, and then maybe maybe something else. But Wolf Wolfgang Van Halen is is just the son of someone famous. So that's why he was nominated. Because I've heard so many people say like. Oh, Wolf, Wolfgang Van Halen. Oh, he's great. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and like, are his songs good? Well, no, but he does it all himself. So he, they people pretty much acknowledge that he's a gimmick. And he's a gimmick because of his name. And he just plays a lot of instruments. But there's plenty of people that do that. Like, nobody says, do Nine Inch Nails is great. Trent Reznor does it all himself. Like people just liked Nine Inch Nails. It had nothing to do with well, Trent Reznor. He does it all himself. That was that was more of like an afterthought. Like you like Nine Inch Nails, so you know a little bit more about the group because you know for years I thought Nine Inch Nails was, you know, just it was a whole band. I didn't know it was basically just one guy. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I think we. 
kind of went over that one time, but no, I, I don't, I didn't know that, uh, with them. And it's yeah. not like if you're going to hear something terrible, you're not like, well, you got to listen to it. Cause it's one guy. It's like, no, it's like saying like, Hey, this is the worst thing I've ever eaten. Like you got to try this. <laughs> like, I mean, I no, do that. Like, if you do that, <laughs> I do that. Well, if it's not it's poison, oh, if it. it's not poison, like if it, if it has uh, something smells with... terrible, you got to smell this. I'm like, if it's terrible, well, I'm not going to smell I mean, that's a little like, different no. because yeah, but, but if, uh, <laughs> if I, I definitely, stick, do, I'm not... <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely do it with food that will not hurt you. Like, oh my gosh, okay, this, this yeah. is terrible. Like it's like, you're putting something into your body that it's, it's not going to kill you. Have you seen that commercial where it's like the raccoons? He's like, "Oh, this is, this is terrible, terrible. You got to try this." <laughs> I, I know, but that sounds it's funny. pretty good. It oh, I, I, I appreciate. But no, like it, I don't give extra uh, compliments or condiments to people if they just uh, do all the work themselves. I mean, sure, that's great. But in the day and age now, it, yeah, it's you it's can a, it's do a it. I can, yeah, I can do an like, album okay. in a day. If it, yeah, like it's it's it, it, it's it's cool that he does it, but at the end yeah. of the day, it, it doesn't mean anything if the music isn't any good. And and he was nominated for best rock song. And and this all goes back to do do you recall the time when Jethro Tull won best hard rock? Oh, I didn't realize they did. No. Yeah. So this was this was a big controversy. Um, let me, I gotta find it. This, I believe, was 1988. Uh, uh, it was, it was very confusing to people because, um, yeah, let's see if I can pull it up. Yeah, so it, it was 1988, and, um, it was when, and Justice for All came out. I know there, there was, there, I want to say maybe Ozzy Osbourne. I can't remember. Maybe Metallica was nominated. There, there was, there was, there was controversy where a lot of people didn't even know. Okay, so uh, it was blow up your video, ACDC, Cold Metal, by Iggy Pop, nothing shocking, AG, uh, Jane's Addiction, Crest of a Neighbor, Jethro Tull, and Injustice for All. Yeah, people, people didn't know that Jethro Toll was still together. Like people were really confused that they won, let alone were even nominated. And it and it and it kind of caused a problem where uh it, it caused the 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 awards to kind of rethink everything. Yeah, so right here I, there there's a little there's a little tab for it. Uh, the result considered an embarrassment for the Academy generated much controversy in response to the criticism. Um, looks like Metallica received, or they received over the award. Jethro Tull's record label took out advertisement. And okay, sorry, this is for Jethro Tull. In response to the criticism they received over the award, Jethro Tull's record label took out an advertisement in Billboard magazine with a picture of a flute part of the trademark sound lying amid a pile of iron rebar and the line the flute is a heavy metal instrument so they're they're having a little you know levity because it was best it was best hard rock metal performance and i think that was the first the first time they added that category you know so, i'm thinking 
Yeah, and then Metallica added a sticker to the subsequent releases of Injustice for All reading Grammy Award losing. <laughs> That's which is pretty funny. So now separate awards for best hard rock performance and best metal performance were introduced in 90. So there's best hard rock and best metal. Beginning that year, Metallica won three consecutive Grammy Awards for best metal performance for the song One, <laughs> the yeah. cover of Queen's Stone Cold Crazy. Uh and and the black album hmm. metallica won the grammy in 92 drummer uh short person slash uh oompa loompa representative lars ulrich referenced the previous award by facetiously thanking jethro toll for not putting out an album that year though they actually had released the album catfish rising in 1991 i bet he felt uh as tall as he ever had that day he was felt like a big man <laughs> A decade no after Jethro Tull, chair for me. <laughs> well, just on that day. A decade okay. after Jethro Tull defeated Metallica, Ulrich admitted, I'd be lying if I didn't tell you I was disappointed. Human nature is that you'd rather win than lose, but Jethro Tull walking away with it makes a huge mockery of the intentions of the event. As of 2010, Metallica holds the record for most wins in the medal category with a total of six, which also shows you right how 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 fake that whole thing is see see to me that that's like a whole marketing campaign well that well that to me that that's the more interesting aspect and that ties in with uh with uh, old uh, wolfgang van halen's thing wolfie where right metallica if any album was gonna win it would have been injustice for all and justice for all is is peak metallica and it, it still has a lot of quality uh, songs on it. I, I, I hate the lack of bass on it. To me, that is, that is such a slap well, they, in the face. They took Jason Newstead off. Yeah, they turned the bass down. Yeah, like, there, yeah. You can hear the, the album with uh, the, the bass in it. It, it, it exists. It, it's, it's there. You can hear what they cut from it. It's much better. Oh, it sounds amazing. J- Jason Newstead is a is a very, very solid performer and a and a really quality player. He, I, see, everyone everyone kisses Cliff Burton's butt because well, they he do because yeah. he died. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you know what? He did die a tragic death, at a young age, uh, and he could play his instrument. But Jason Newstead is like forever standing in that guy's shadows when like, if you've ever seen him perform like that, that guy was a champ. Like he, he was, he really brought the energy. Like he, he That's brought awesome. more energy than anyone else in the band. And, and I, I've, I've, I've said this for years. Metallica's bass players have always been too good for, for that band, but they, he he really was never treated like a, like a fully fledged member of the band, especially with how they treat the current bass player. You know, and he, that Robert Trujillo's yeah quality bass player, but but still, J- Jason Newstead never never got the the recognition that he really deserved. But that that's a that's another point. But and justice for all. That was the one that probably should have won a, a, a Grammy if that were to win. But Metallica 
holds the record for most wins in the medal category with a total of six, but everything they put out post and justice for all is most of it is not metal. I'm not going to pretend the black album is not a metal album. I mean, it's not good, but it, it is, it is a metal album. Right. But so they're, they're putting stuff out post black album and it's winning Grammys. So that, that just shows you that, that, that category doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. You, you can put anything there. And I granted metal metal has been on mainstream metal is dead. The black album killed it. I'm, I'm sure Limp Biscuit has been nominated for Grammys. I'm going to look that up right now. Well, Limp, Limp Biscuit is one of the worst bands of all time. Absolutely terrible. And I'm just, I'm just, just quickly looking through their, um, what do we got? I'm looking through the Wikipedia accolades. Oh, uh, yep. They were nominated for two Grammys. Well, In technically three. Best rock album, best hard rock performance. <laughs> good, good. They're just like slandering the identity of like these uh these genres. Like, well, well, it just anything. it just it just means yeah, it just means that it means nothing. It a, identifies a gra- as metal. Yeah, ex- yep. Progressive <laughs> world. Oh man. Yeah, in, anyone can be nominated Limp for, for a hard rock. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> like, it it does great. it it doesn't I mean to- anything stupid and you know what i was thinking too like all right who it's the people who probably vote on the grammys for rock metal or probably for everything probably are the gatekeepers or the people that vote on the uh rock and roll hall of fame oh i'm sure it, do, you, you know what it all... might even be the people that vote for like the golden globes wow yeah like people that just like they they like it's it's the people they they don't care about real music almost certainly what it is is it is the people that their job is to make sure that a a, a certain type of something is given the proper accolades to make people think that this is what is acceptable Almost certainly they have these people they're voting for. All right. What do we want people to think is the popular good stuff? Like all, like the movies that win Oscars, they're, they're not movies people see and they're not movies people talk about. Like no, nobody cares about those movies. Like, do you know what won best picture last year? No, but people always go, Oh, this one, uh, uh, an Oscar was nominated. So I better go see it because it was nominated. Well, exactly. You know, so that makes yeah. sense that, you know, they're trying to like get you to see those <laughs> movies, not because they're good or they deserved anything. Hey, it undersold. Now we need to, you know, boost sales on it. Well, not just, no, I, I, no, I disagree with that. I don't think they, okay. it, no, it's definitely not that it's, and, um, and what they're, what they're doing is. They're not trying to boost sales. They're trying to get you to watch it because they want you to think that oh, this is what's popular. So I, and I don't want to be left out. I want, I want to be one of the smart people. You know, I'm, I'm smart. I saw that just like, oh, well, uh, uh, 
Nicki Minaj won best uh, <laughs> hip hop performance. She must be the best hip hopper. I better go listen to her new music. Hip hop? They don't, they don't care about money. If they cared about money, they they would they would give. It's all about power. They they would give more things a chance. Like why why is Selena Gomez worth eight hundred million dollars? She because can't possibly be worth that much. I, I I have I have no idea, but th- this was this was something that uh, I was uh, thinking about, and so, like uh, with with Selena Gomez, with with how quote unquote how popular she is, uh, her music it, it's and I, as I I've said before, anyone can make that. There there is there is nothing about it. To, to suggest that it it needs to be heard. So what you have the, these artists that, well, uh, anyone could do these songs, and then uh, apparently um, someone else is is uh, singing the, her songs. You got some sort of ghost singer? Yeah, apparently that that's what what's going on is she, she, she was connected with that DJ. She was even dating this guy Zed, and they had that big, I guess, single or whatever. I want you to know, like, so she was very popular in the EDM world, and and got a Latin American Music Award for that favorite dance song in 2015 with with this guy. Yeah, German and, music producer producer Zed, and uh, EDMers know him. Sure, sure, sure. And I know EDM is really popular. I know I know a lot of people that like it. I don't know any smart people that like it, but I know a lot of people <laughs> who do like it. Like jo- joking aside, um, yeah, it it is very popular, and it is very popular among people that I would never associate with, because right. it, it is it's a mental black hole, and. Uh, the, the music industry has no real variety. It, it, it just, it, it same, same with the movie industry, same with every major industry. It's, it's the same stuff over and over. And that's why I think nostalgia is so big because so many people, they, they liked it when, when, uh, they like what Things they're familiar were, and comfortable. No, no, <laughs> they do like that, but they liked it when there were things that they liked. Okay. We're, we're good, now good it's good everything good is the same. It's all the same and, and it's not all the same, but it's all bad. Nothing is interesting. Nothing is intellectually challenging. All these songs are the same. All these artists are the same. There was a time when music was constantly evolving. Music hit a dead end in the late nineties. Like the, the music industry just decided like, okay, rap is, that is, that's the genre rap and hip hop and variations of that. That is the genre. Nothing else matters. You know, like the song by Metallica. Like where, no, what, is, what is they did like like even metal did that like well, metal turned I mean, to rap 
<laughs> well, yeah, Anthrax and Public Enemy did that. Yeah, well, I, I'm talking about like Limp oh, later Biscuit, on. Corn, Slipknot, oh, yeah. oh, like, the, the whole <laughs> genre of of rap rock. It it it's just like everything. It's just it's all rap now. Like that that that's what we're going with. We're doing rap. So like, there's no variety. And I know there are people that like rap, and they don't like rap because they're like, yeah, this is this is the good stuff. Yeah, this is yo, this is real. Yo, that's what's up. Blah 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 blah. They like rap because that's what's available. All all this 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 is this is about curating what people listen to. So now people only listen to rap. They can sell them anything. Because that's all they have. That's all that's available. So they don't have to find the next thing. See, never ever think it's about money. Because now they've gotten everybody to just listen to this. This is what they're listening to. So now they don't have to worry about money. Because they'll just sell the, 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 you know, we got a new artist. We we got this thing. Okay, now it's instantly sold. Because now you don't have to worry about, well, the people like uh, jazz right now. Or like people are really into blues. Nope. They just, they just got the masses hooked on rap. That's it. Next rapper out. Bad Bunny. Okay. Debut album sells 10 million units or whatever downloads and they're on they're on tour uh eight hundred dollars for nosebleed super bowl yep eight (laughs) hundred dollars for nosebleed sells out in four minutes so yeah why they're they're not chasing money they're telling you what to listen to and it's working and and those are the people that are picking like the the grammys Okay, all right, this is who wins this because now, oh, Wolfgang wins. Okay, so now we have Wolfgang Van Halen. Uh, he's, uh, his, his tour is, uh, 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 well, he's got, uh, got uh, $900. No, no, he's opening. $900, okay. nosebleeds. You got to go. Sells out, four seconds. You're going. That's it. There now, now people are listening to average, uninteresting rock music, super generic. And who wants to pick up a guitar and play? <laughs> Nobody cares. It doesn't make people go, no. "Wow." You know, my mind is knock, blown. Yeah, like not to knock Wolfgang, but I bet if you asked, just random people on the street and gave them a list of like guitarists who are alive and you named Wolfgang Van Halen. I bet you most of the people would just assume that he's like the best guitarist. I bet. I bet so. I I bet that's true. I remember when Dragon Force was a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I heard someone Dragon Force unironically say that nobody in the world can play guitar as fast as Herman Lee. Herman Lee, that was his name. <laughs> yep, that was his name. Well, they're they're a, a force to be dragoned with. Dragging some 
I'm kind of forced. And Dragon Ball Z, more like it. Uh, carpet Dragon Dog. Yeah, I never liked that band. And no, that band I, I was. I think the not a good band. Just like, terrible. It's yeah. It's 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 the most like, like that is a band that was made uh, in post production. Have you ever seen that video? It's it's called uh, Dragon Force Sucks. <laughs> it's it been was, a while since I thought of this band, so I, I, it's not fresh on my memory. Yeah, it was, it was this video where where someone broke down, um, like just all was, these uh, these Dragon Force songs, and uh, they they removed the effects digitally. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they yeah they they well, removed the effects digitally, and then you could hear all the mistakes they were making. Like you know when I make music, <laughs> like you know I I make a bunch of mistakes that the the distortion covers it up. But um, I've like a clean I've, recording, you can hear like everything. Well, no, well, what I'm saying is when I record, like there are mistakes. Like if you if you were able to like slow it down and boil it down, and, unacceptable AC. Well, well, sure, sure. But I've never, (laughs) I've never said that I'm a good musician. Like as far as my ability to play my instruments well, where Dragon Force let themselves be memed as these like known as the best musicians. Yeah, Yeah. the best. Yeah, and they had the hardest song on uh, on Guitar Hero. Yes, and that song was just like a bunch. The drums were all triggers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the drums are all triggers. Like everything. Well, about thing. I see. I actually see drummers now. Like drummers, we actually kind of even have liked that promote like trigger companies. So I think it's is it like acceptable now to use yeah, triggers? Yeah, it is. It, 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 it yeah, it like, is. See, here's, I always kind of was like, no, oh, no, no, well, he's using fine. triggers. Yeah, okay. well, these well these people are are, are dumb. Like th- this is the <laughs> whole thing. Like when well, you're cheating. Like I, I yeah, record yeah. my album in the back of a van on a on a, a yak back okay i do it real like no no it's, nobody cares no. okay no like that that's that whole hipster mentality of like oh yeah well like can you do a kickflip yeah well you can't do a double kickflip it, it's like that <laughs> stupid thing where yeah it's fine using triggers or whatever effects like reamping you know it's the the times the technology is getting better like things are evolving Get get with the times. Make make your stuff sound as impressive as possible. But right with Dragon Force, it was a crutch because mm-hmm. Dra- Dragon Force were basically lol cows. I I don't think they're relevant anymore. Maybe they're still together, but they're certainly not relevant. Where they were really popular for a very short period of time, and they were doing like huge shows. I don't know if they still do arenas or not. I. I really haven't thought of them until just now. And I just remembered <laughs> exactly. that video dragon force sucks, funny. but yeah, they would like do all these, like these dumb little jumps uh, and they would constantly fall over on their live shows. And then it, it got to the point where they started putting beer on stage to, Oh, well they're falling over cause they're always drunk, but you can tell by how they move. They're not drunk. They're just buffoons. Like these, these guys yeah, are imbeciles. Yeah, they were they were a gimmick band, and and everything about them it was it was all digital effects. Herman Lee was was not I, I'm not gonna call him a terrible guitar player, but he's not good. Like, see, Steve Vai, he uses a bunch of digital effects, and his his sounds like his solo stuff, it sounds so fake and so digital. But 
Steve Vai is an excellent guitar player. Mm-hmm. Steve Vai is like one of the best players to to pick up the instrument. Honestly, like Steve Vai is a better guitar player than Eddie Van Halen. Oh, doesn't wow. mean doesn't mean his songs are better. Like More I would rather songwriting, I, but I would rather listen to Van Halen than Steve Vai solo stuff. But I I don't really care for guitar virtuosos like. You know that guy, uh, Michelangelo Badio. Um, he's that guy. He he plays like the the double neck guitar, except it's not like the traditional double neck. Like he plays one his like he does the fingering in his left hand and his right hand. Okay, it's no, like I'm he, not familiar. He he was in a band called Nitro, and they were like one of the most like poofy hair hair bands. They right. they were the like the one of the most annoying overindulgent hair bands. That band sucked. Um, I I know he was married to Lita Ford. I don't know if they're still married, but he he was married to Lita Ford. Kiss me once. Yeah. Uh, y- yes. I'll, I'll just see if they're still married. But yes, they they were. Uh, I don't know. She got personal life. Uh, da da da. Where is? I know she was. She was married to Chris. Well, I, I do have a Dragon Force update for us if we need it. Uh, we do, we do, we do. Okay. Well, in March 2022, Herman Lee revealed that the band has written a lot of music for their next album. But here's a big but here. But they are currently in search for a new record deal. Uh, let's see. He added that the music they have written is gonna be epic, triumphant, fun and catchy, and uplifting. We're going to carry on sounding like Dragon Force. Oh, man. <laughs> Poor guy. Well, I, I really hope they get a record deal. They, okay, so they, they completely hard. fell off. The, the <laughs> okay, so I okay, I guess I'm just completely wrong. For some reason, I thought he was married to Lita Ford. I guess, I guess he's not. I can't find anything to suggest that he, he is married to her. But yeah, but this guy... He could play guitar really well and just, and I just don't really care about that kind of music. I, I do feel good knowing that uh, Dragon Force is in hard they times. Yeah. yeah. No, that, yeah, that, that band sucks. Stupid people listen to them. Like, like oh gosh, the, oh, yeah. the guys that we knew that, that liked them oh, they were how the they, worst. and how they liked them. But just they hearing just people say, no one could play guitar as fast as Herman Lee. To act, well, well, one, uh, yes, they can, and two, that's not like a metric. You don't say like this guy is this fast. Like what? And what do you mean? What? And what do you mean fast? Like does he pick fast? Out of mistakes. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. Yeah, like I guess I could like pick really fast and like move move my fingers up and down the fretboard. It, it probably wouldn't sound very good, but I I could I could be pretty fast. What's your finger speed? uh well um now is it am i allowed to play actual notes do i need to stick to a scale because if like with dragon force if there's no rules you know i i can be pretty fast so i i don't know what the metric uh you could be the first to do to do what with your guitar it's historic historically fast Yes, well, you know, maybe it'll be a Grammy <laughs> fa- fastest guitar. That's, you do and that's just what it says. You... <laughs> fastest oh, guitar, new category. Fastest, yeah. 
Like, what does that mean? Don't worry about it. It's a new cat. I mean, I'd be interested in the longest, like, blast beat. Like, all right, he did a blast beat for, you know, three days. (laughs) Well, uh, well, you know, see, you you bring that up, and it reminds me of a, do you know about the Kenny G 40-minute note? No. Is it the brown note? Uh no no it was it was um it was a it was a a clean Kenny note. G? no one had okay. to, to void their bowels but you know what's funny <laughs> is in the brown note episode Kenny G was in it and he was the guy that uh, molested Mr Garrison oh oh you kissed just like my father <laughs> if you do you remember that I remember that 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 quote. And then, I didn't realize it was Kenny G. Yes, it's Kenny G. <laughs> but yeah, so so Kenny G was in the Guinness Book of Records. And see, a lot of this knowledge that I do have, I, I really, it, you know, could be completely out of date. But at one point, he was in the Guinness Book of Records because he held a single note for over 40 minutes. I want to say it was 42 minutes. Was he playing like a clarinet or something? Well, he plays the, I believe it's a soprano sax. Oh, wow. He's yeah. actually blowing for, he, one note. Kenny G yes. blows own horn for a record 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, we could, we could make some, some Kenny G jokes there, but. Sure. Uh, but is but, that but, why the. Yeah. Well, you, cause you brought up like longest blast beat. So yeah, right. th- things like that, that, that Damn would be nice. more like, you know, Guinness book of records or whatever. Because it it would have to be, you know, at a certain um, BPM. Because I know the guitar player for Nile, he was able to do blast beats over like 300 BPM. I don't know how long he was able to do it, but he was like, they just. Or even even the double bass. The Cryptopsy drummer could do different like time signatures with each foot or something. Maybe all of them can, but. Well, I know that. I know Derek Roddy from Hate Eternal did that. He would do 4 4 on Hmm. one foot and and 3 4 on the other foot. From from what I recall is that the drummer for Cryptopsy had zero rhythm, and all he would do is just do blast beats and just hit that really fast. I didn't, I, I, I didn't, I couldn't tell, but that's what someone told me, is that he was arrhythmic and he he could just hit the drums fast. But that's neither here nor there because it works for that band, right? But anyway, um. So that that's more like Guinness Book of Records stuff, and that's impressive, you know, on a on a micro level. Where uh, the the Grammys, there's not like, much substance to that. Sure, yeah, to like yeah, a exactly. Writing or an album like that. Yeah, yeah, like 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 a a Grammy should carry some kind of gravitas. Like that should give you some kind of credibility. Like, oh, you want a Grammy? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, out of all the hard rock artists, I was the best. But as we've seen from just historically or the stuff we've looked at in this last hour, it doesn't mean anything. They just, they just give it to, it, it's pretty much, mean anything. it's, it's pretty much or. just what's the most popular at the time or what do they want to be popular or what, are, what are the kids like? Because it, it almost feels like, the kids like? There, there's an attempt to maintain credibility. Because Metallica okay. didn't win the, their their breakout year, because and Justice for All that that was their that was their their breakout album. It yeah. sold you know three million at the time, and it, it it gave way to their their most successful record, which pretty much defined them as 
the biggest band in hard rock. And then they've won six Grammys. And and I bet, gosh, I, I'm going to, St. Anger had to have won a Grammy. I, oh, I know my. it did. I know it did. One of the Andrew. worst albums ever. Let me see here. Uh, critical reception. Let's see if there's accolades. Come on, buddy. Worst album. Yeah. Okay. So maybe this didn't win. I because I don't want to look through this whole thing. Album snare drum widely criticized. This snare. <laughs> it always sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Lar- Lars Ulrich is a bad drummer that will do stupid things to stand out. Uh, but um, uh, he 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 just cannot play his instrument in a unique way so he has to make it sound a way that you remember it it's pretty funny they 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 were they they pushed the uh, it won a grammy for best metal performance there it is there it is yes 2004 yep metallica won the award best metal performance for the title track yeah and it's it was the first time they were like an official trio it was before it was uh Jason Jason Newstead left the band prior to recording, and then Trujillo joined after its completion. Um, interesting, no guitar solos, and it says something about rehab. Let's see here. Yeah, James Redfield began, was an alcoholic. Yeah, oh, yeah, he entered rehabilitation for alcoholism and various other <laughs> what other addictions? Is it various? He was other he, was, he was addicted to <laughs> writing bad songs. <laughs> He's 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 fallen off the wagon with that one several times. Free rehab is for quitters, James. Yeah, he can't he can't shake the addiction of that one. Oh, well, you know, it's he's, good to know he didn't quit writing horrible songs. Yeah, well, you know Wins. what? He's playing yeah. the long game there. Yeah, you know that that that's a tough addiction to quit. You know. Oh man, that's that's the it's the most uh, uh, terrible. Bob Rock alternative metal and new metal on the album. It? It's seventy five minutes long. Seventy yeah. seventy five. Oh, yeah, alternative metal, new metal. Yeah, yeah. It is, and it is new metal. New metal is the worst genre ever. Yeah, won a Grammy best metal performance. I knew it. I knew yeah, that right. album was going to win it. Yeah, it was yeah. Double platinum. Well, <laughs> and, and that's the question: is what other albums can you it name won, off it, the top of your head? Like two thousand three metal albums. Mm-hmm. I I really can't. I, I you know what? Like the, the system has failed was what? 04? 2004. 2004 had a, a lot of uh notable metal releases. There was a there was Demigod by Behemoth. There was an Opeth album, I can't remember what it was called. Uh, King Diamond had an album. I think Ozzy Ozzy or Dio had a, a record. Uh Children of Bodom uh-huh. had a big release. That was a big year uh for Insane anger. Insane <laughs> anger was two thousand three, like the year oh, after okay. Saint. Oh, anger. year after. Okay. Yeah. Um. I want to say either the uh. I th- I think the the puppet master, um, came out. Oh, that was three. Oh, was it a four? That did come out that time. Yeah. It was, I think it was puppet master. Might have been two thousand three. Uh, two thousand four might have been deadly lullabies live, but there was a King Diamond release. All right, so I got some albums. This is for 2003 in heavy metal music. One of the first ones is Alien Ant Farm, which is, you know, not, uh, <laughs> not a Spider-Man metal movie. Band. Isn't that um, 
uh, Nickelback? A hero mm. will save us. Not gonna <laughs> take you away. Okay, but here, here's the first. Um, uh, here are some bands I recognize. So this is The Eyes of Alice Cooper was in 2003. Uh, Anthrax, okay. We've Come For You All, which does have uh, some very good songs on it. Arch Enemy, Anthems of Rebellion. Now, I think that band sucks. But yeah, some people like live. That's not very good. Yeah, uh, As I Lay Dying, terrible. Uh, Avenged yeah. Sevenfold, terrible. Okay, now this is an interesting one. Bathory, Nordland mm. 2. So that looks like the last Bathory record. That's interesting. A bit between the Buried and Me, terrible. Belfagor, I know some people like that band. I've never heard them. Killer, uh, Biohazard, Killer Be Killed, Biohazard's terrible. Black Dolly yeah, Murder, terrible. Ugh. Black Label Society, uh, just uninteresting, generic. Yeah. Cannibal Corpse, 15 Year Killing Spree. I'm guessing that's just a, a compilation. Ruharia, the, uh, that's another compilation. The Executioner, that's kind of funny. <laughs> Children of Bodom, Hate Crew, Death Roll. Uh, Children of Bodom sucks. They did a, uh, um, a Britney Spears cover. I like Remember? that cover. Though. You like the cover? Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Is it Hit Me Baby One More Time? It's Oops, I it... Did It Again. Oops, I Did It Again. That's right. Yeah. Uh, that that band sucks because all the best song. Yeah, they they just <laughs> that guy just couldn't write songs. That was a guy that could play guitar really really well, and he, he like never he never. Well, he that doesn't matter, he, but it, <laughs> that doesn't affect his ability to write songs. Like he that guy was a guitar virtuoso that never learned how to write songs. Like most oh, of their funny. riffs are just like da 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 like there were no riffs. Like what. One song I remember had had Living Dead Beat like had some some riffs, but for the most part, yeah, that band's not very good. The guy could just play guitar well, but we're getting you know deeper into it. Yeah. Chimera, another bad band. Cradle of Filth, Damnation in a Day, terrible. The Darkness. <laughs> now the Darkness, they're pretty much just like a like a. I 70s, believe in a thing called love. Yeah, they're like a seventies throwback band. Like they just sound like a seventies glam rock band. They're not a heavy metal band, but um, they're they're whatever. I, I wouldn't listen to them, but they're not that offensive. Deftones. They released an album called Deftones. Uh, Deftones. That album, I'm sure, is Death better Tones. than uh, Saint Anger. Oh, here we go. Here's a, the first good one. Uh, Destruction. Metal Discharge. A Devil Driver is their first album. That band's not very good. Uh, okay, Nerd. Dimu Borgir, Death Cult Armageddon. I know, see, I'm not a big fan of them, but I don't hate that band. That that album is almost certainly better than St. Anger. Ah, here we go. Then, Dragon Force, Valley of the Damned. There we go. Dream Evil, Evil Zed. Dream Evil is pretty bad. Dream Theater, Train of Thought. Uh, uh, you know, oh, and yeah. I hate dream theater i think that band is really pretentious and uh overindulgent and crappy but that album is almost certainly better than saint anger here's another good one enslaved below the lights uh, entombed inferno I, i'm sure that okay. album is terrible entombed hadn't released yeah, the people good. voting on this stuff probably don't well yeah that yeah yeah hear that hear these yeah. bands oh yeah them. fin troll uh these are um, so that's an ep yeah, most of these things, I, I'm sure they 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 looked at like five bands 
that had charted and 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 the chart is is pretty much chosen by the record industry they 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 pick the ones that they're going to heavily promote and that's why i do believe that the record industry is what it is now because they tried to throw everything out there like what what the record industry did like disco <laughs> well yeah or you but, mean like that type of stuff but i mean it, like more there was a lot of variety in the 80s and the 90s and what they did is they just threw the spaghetti at the wall and whatever's stuck they 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 kind of went with because before they were just trying out seeing seeing what could stick well and i think they just decided okay some of this stuff sticks and we don't want it to stick because hard rock had been consistently popular and it, it just, it doesn't exist anymore. As I've said many times, hard rock is dead. Okay. Now here's something I'm actually interested. Iron Maiden had dance of death come out in 2003. Oh. And while that That's album is not good, did it get nominated for a Grammy? Because Rain Rainmaker is, I think, one of the better Iron Maiden songs. The rest of the album is is not good. Uh, let me let me see. I, I yeah, the title see. track of that album, Dance of Death, it's like a really long song. Like I like that song, but it is it's like nine minutes long. Yeah, yeah it's a little too long. <laughs> yeah, I I like Wildest the Rainmaker. Was like the, awesome. No, Rainmaker rules. Yeah, I knew a guy, he said he didn't like a single song on it. I'm like, all right. Like, I, I respect that honesty. But it doesn't, it does not look like uh, there was any type of a Grammy nomination for it. Yeah, and Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden is a better band than Metallica. But Metallica is more popular. I Ah, uh, yes, yeah, Morbid Angel. I knew that album came out. Heretic. That album sucks. So much, so really? <laughs> bad. That album is so bad. Okay, so the Puppet Master was two thousand three. Let's see if that was nominated for a Grammy. Oh, I doubtful. <laughs> yeah, very... no, no, the first time he got nominated was the for the Never Ending Hill song. Um, oh, okay. that's what I thought. I, I remember uh, like that give there. Me, was, give me your soul. Person. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Well, I wasn't sure which album it was. Yeah, Creator yeah, was, and Live was... Creation. Ooh, Lamb of God, it's the palace is burned. Lamb of God also really, really sucks. Okay, there's another Limp Biscuit album. But you know what? Results may vary. Let's see if that was nominated for a Grammy. Because I, I don't remember what they were. Okay, the album peaked at, at number three. Gosh dang. That's embarrassing. Okay, Lincoln Park. Meteora. Lincoln Park sucks. Okay, so I, I can do <laughs> this one. All right. Nominated for uh best. Rock instrumental performance. That's weird. Not best hard rock, but still nominated. Marilyn Manson, Golden Age of Grotesque. Let's see. I don't know anything about Marilyn Manson. Like I know some. Did he get like a rib removed? Nah, that's no way. That's real. That wasn't real. No, every yeah, that one. That's like the little bow wow thing. Like (laughs) everybody knows about it, but it's just yeah. But he is like under investigation over like uh, like a sex pest. Yeah, sex pest. Yeah, who who knows if that's true? Yeah, I I I don't like his music. That's my biggest problem with him. I think his music is not a personal Jesus song, but I don't think it's a Depeche Mode song. Yeah, I knew these people that liked his cover of "This Is Halloween." The um, 
uh, Nightmare Before Jack, Christmas song. Jack Skellington. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay. Because I knew a lot of people that liked it. And I finally heard it. And I was like, this is the worst yeah. <laughs> cover ever. I couldn't believe. He's so bad. that Marilyn Manson sucks. And Have you Marilyn, seen the movie he's in? Which one? He He's in an episode of oh, East Down he... and Down. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's like a waiter. He's, he's just in one scene for no reason. But <laughs> is the movie you're talking about, is it called Jawbreaker? No, it's something about, like, either called, like, Let's Be Cops or something. I don't think it got, like, I know, a major release, I know that's a movie, Let's Be Cops. I never saw it. I, I know that. I, I saw the, the preview for it, but I never saw it. I might be thinking movie. of something else. That is a movie where, like, like uh like white guy and a black guy rent cop costumes and then they pretend to be cops no out on the town marilyn manson's not in that okay well anyway but my my point with marilyn manson is i I, marilyn manson was another he was another op Mm -hmm. he's just like just all of a sudden he's just he's everywhere and then he's he's both the face of like edgy hard rock and he's also this super intellectual philosophical genius like that he's just always like well uh the problem is nobody would listen to the children and they're smarter than you give them like he's always doing that he's like this guy i know he's a wrong cops cops. that's what it's called sorry (laughs) yeah so yeah marilyn Marilyn manson sucks that guy kind of reminds me of like a rob zombie sort of he's like a bad version of rob zombie and rob (laughs) rob zombie's just okay to begin with hey, rob rob zombies the dude that's always just like phoning it in who neil turbin had an album nevermore did he really yeah he had an album called threat con delta it's his first a solo album anthrax no old man's child overkill had an album you like overkill, overkill. i've seen them uh opeth had Damnation. Uh, P.O.D. had an album called, I guess that's their first album? Huh, weird. I thought they had an album out before that. Huh, what I know. Uh, Queensryche had an album. Rush had a live album. Six Feet Under sucks so much. Gosh, Six Feet Under is terrible. Kid Row had a, had a, like a comeback album. Uh, new singer sepultura yeah. without um uh max cavalera that er, gosh chaos ad is such a bad album it's so bad like sepultura probably had the biggest nosedive in thrash metal like it was way worse than metallica's because like metallica wasn't that good to begin with compared to the other bands like sepultura Sepultura was like they were at the top of their game and then just Chaos AD and Roots are so bad. <laughs> so I'm sure that album was terrible. So I don't really want to go through all these and see which ones uh, actually oh, we're, we're going to do the voting. We're going to redo 2003 uh, Grammy. Awards. No, but I'm just looking <laughs> through it and none of these stood out as like something interesting. So they probably went with Saint Anger because Metallica is really famous. They had 
they had that that movie it was they were working on some kind of monsters documenting the oh that's right that. They and, went to like the the prison, right, or something. I don't know. I don't care. Who, who cares? Metallica sucks. But um, yeah, that that was they're probably just looking at all this stuff. Like, I'm not listening to all this. Who cares? These are a bunch of nobodies. So it just, no, just but... give it to just give it to Metallica. Where you know, I'll look at we'll look at 2004 because I, I know 2004 had a lot of um, notable metal releases. But we'll we'll get that get that on the way back. So what what do you got for us for the break? So we got the band um, October Flame, the song called In Memoriam, off their album uh, The Awakening. I want to thank Austin for letting us use that, and um, hope you guys enjoy that one. you guys from october flame for that song in memoriam off the album the awakening we're gonna keep you guys updated on all the bands that have been on the show about what they're doing what they're up to their past their history we want you to connect with us on discord uh message us on instagram wherever and we will um send you out that link so that you can connect with us because we want this to be a cool community 
to let everyone know what not only what everyone's doing, how what you're thinking, but you know, if there's some cool shows or some friendships to be made, you know, why not uh, branch out and experience something new? Maybe not it's not for everyone, but you know, October Flames a really cool band, cool people, and this is uh, maybe a little bit different of a song. It is a you know that was an instrumental you just heard, so you'll check them out and. Gosh, you know, uh, I was just thinking that piggybacking off like how you pick like the Grammys and who who's doing that. You know, it makes me think of how they pick uh, choose players for the All Star Game. Uh, like it, like when the major leagues they okay, have. So I, I, I want to stop you real quick. Okay. So, yeah. Because yeah. I've never thought about that. I always assumed with something like that do they just not go by their stats like their season stats? no they don't and we just had the the you know the all-star game recently and we talked about em tongi a few episodes ago and but yeah so you know they don't go by stats they don't go by like these are the best players the all-stars what they've done now is the fans vote them in so, you know what I'll... i will i will be fair so it, it's it's the all-star game so and and this is this is something I I have discussed with with people in, in my private life. Like what what makes a star? Because the star mm-hmm. is not necessarily what's best at their craft, but the most popular in that field. So I guess that makes sense that the fans vote them in. Because that that seems more fair than the Grammys. Like what if the Grammys they like they asked fans to vote for the Grammys, mm-hmm. but if they asked fans to vote for the Grammys. Then they wouldn't have uh, Nicki Minaj and Metallica winning for best hip hop and best metal performance, right? Yeah, Go on, and, talk about and, baseball. Well, what I'm seeing, <laughs> yes, I know I could talk about baseball and the the uh, the music show, but what, for me as a diehard, you know, base I love baseball and seeing guys having terrible averages and not being, you know, putting up numbers, but being picked, just chosen on who they are, you know, because it is a cool, I mean, that's a, not a good term to say, but like an elite group to be around. It's it's an event. They roll out the red carpet. Like you want to be like, it's almost like, like who's going to be new or, or to make it, you got to do more than just play baseball. Um, and who are these guys that are usually making it? The ones with kind of the biggest contracts. And so with music... Okay, you know what? And, and to, to pause you there, yeah. well, I think that that is, you know, pretty related to what we talk about here is they have the big contracts because these are the ones, like, you're going to make us our money back. So they, they put them out there because that they become an investment at that point. So... They maybe they show promise to be one of the best players, but either way, they're going to be paraded as right. something for for everyone to 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 see. Like they they are the the it thing, right? And it's it's all about like expectations too, because in the old days, baseball all star games, it was like, hey, the National League is going to play the American League. It was a big thing, and now it's more of like, what's the difference? Okay, let's make. What's that? The National League versus the American League. Does that? Did the National League just has the Canadian teams? Yeah. Well, up until um, because like when you, year, when you year, think they, 
Because when the you pitchers think... used to hit in the National League, oh. that was the only difference. <laughs> and now they now they changed the rules, so now it's it's the same. So yeah, baseball is cool because it's the only sport that actually had a home field advantage. Like the game was different. Um, oh, I thought they just said is. that because the fans were there and and giving them a morale boost. <laughs> well, you know what's crazy, um, and maybe off topic, but. The biggest, have you heard of this guy, Shohei Otani? Uh, I've heard of Shoji Tabuchi. Well, this guy is a Japanese baseball player who signed with the Angels. Okay. Well, he signed with the Angels, and right now, they're expecting him to sign like a, around a $500 million deal because they did this like World Baseball Classic, which is like, essentially like the Olympics for baseball, so to speak. And at the very last game, it was, you know, Mike Trout, the star of the Los Angeles Angels, uh, pretty much like the he was the face of baseball the last like 10 years. And he was, they're playing the championship game against Japan and Shohei Otani was pitching. But close to 95% of televisions that were on were tuned into that game in Japan. So this guy is unbelievably marketable and his contract is up after the end of the year so they're everyone's saying are the angels going to trade him uh are they is he going to get this big deal the angels can't they're not in contention like there's all these factors playing into this guy but if you go to an angels game half of the attendance looks like they are either japanese or from like they're just fans like they probably traveled to see him so there are draws to these big players, but I, I didn't know if you were uh, um, aware of this guy. And, like, he's kind of – everyone knows of him now, at least I think. I know Shoji Tabuchi, who is uh, – he's a fiddle player in Branson, Missouri. Never heard of him. Well, if you lived in Branson, you'd, you'd know who he was. Everyone knows okay. him there. Now, what's this have to do with the Grammys? Well, we were talking about, like, essentially how they pick awards and like, in yeah, I, I, I do think, I do think it, it's it's probably it's similar, but it, it's a little different because, um, with with sports, you're you're not going to say like like a bad hitter is a good hitter. Like, there is an objective measure of how good of a hitter someone is. Like, there's seasonal stats where you can't like. You can't really get away with having an all-star game where it's it's just full of the worst players in the league. But you can have a music industry with some of the most annoying musical artists of all time at the the top of the chart. So yeah, I, that makes sense. I think there is there is some kind of parallel because I think what you're you're trying to say is they pick the all-star game not based on who's the best player but based on who's the most popular is that what that's basically what you're saying essentially yeah yeah well because i i don't think they do that with the grammys i think they pick someone that they want to be popular and they want people to say this person is cool and then that that's what they're doing because yeah bad Bad bunny deserves none of the success that he has same with (laughs) travis scott or rihanna like these are people that have a, they're they're basically just uh they're like the equivalent of like the 
the emperor's the Chinese emperor's terracotta soldiers. Like they they just get these these people, and then they just give them some songs, and some publicity, and then they say like they're a magazine article where they're on the cover, and they say the 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 hottest name. And then I remember this being a thing in the '90s. People would say, "Do you hear about this person? Apparently, they're the hot new thing. They're the the new up and coming thing." Like people were told, this is what's going to be popular, and you, and you you got to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah, you you don't want to be the one that's you know that that's not listening to Travis Scott. You don't want to be the one that didn't get trampled during his like satanic <laughs> ritual. But I want to return yeah, the, to uh, you. Would you have something else to say about that? Well, I was thinking too, as you were saying, like there's no reason for you know Selena Gomez to have eight hundred million dollars. No, but that's I think that's the, really strange. And I think the role of um, the I mean, also she's not necessarily like an artist too. They have her doing all these makeup lines or beauty lines. But, I mean, but why is what makes her stuff so interesting? Because you know, I, I know, I know some girls, you know, I, I know some, I, I've never heard any of them say Selena Gomez makeup is, is so good. It never runs. It stays on all day and it comes off really easy, but it, I would die it doesn't come off with sweaters or whatever. Does the lady in your life use Selena Gomez cosmetics? No, but somehow she's worth 800 million. And I, I'm assuming that it's modeled towards insecure, impressionable young girls. And, and then it's probably not like a top tier thing. Like, a, did you hear about the car that Jay-Z and, and Beyonce bought? No. They bought a car that was it sold for like, it was like, like 2 million or something. It was the most expensive oh, car. Oh, cheap for them. Yeah. I, was, I thought you were going to say they are going to buy like an island or a country or something. <laughs> I'm sure they have that. Okay, so here we go. This was a few years back. They bought, okay, I, I was wrong. They bought the world's most expensive car for $28 million. Yeah, $2 million seemed a little low. $28 yeah. million, okay. $2 million for a car seems really high. <laughs> Dude, we're doing $4 million for guitars. That's true. Um, but that, but yeah, but that's it's four million for Eddie Van Halen's guitar. That's yeah. more of like a cultural artifact, where like they they bought a custom not worth built, as much as Jay Z's car. Yeah, <laughs> custom built Rolls Royce boat tail comes with rear deck that opens to reveal matching chairs, high end double that. coolers, and a parasol. Yeah, the how much do you think oil changes on that? Am I getting too into weeds? Twenty dollars? How much? How much is oil? Well, they would be like, "Oh, you're you need ice in your refrigerator in your car." Or okay, well, that's different. Be, the, the other maintenance fifty thousand. Yeah, how much does it cost to change the the Freon in their trunk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they bought a twenty eight million dollar car. Doing Allegedly, alleged. Nothing was proven. No, there's these. These two are so phony. Of course, they bought this car. But uh, but yeah, Selena Gomez. She's it has an umbrella. It does it? Yeah. You, oh yeah, it does. It looks kind of cute, doesn't it? I'm Ooh. just gonna look up Selena Gomez makeup. I just want to. I just want to see the price of it. 
they have it on Amazon. Uh, well, here we go. So we got here best products ever cosmetic line. Okay, so looking at this thing, I don't know what this is, but it's twenty seven dollars. Uh, lip souffle. Well, here's the thing: Selena Gomez became uh, the most followed woman on Instagram. Okay, like earlier this well, year. Yeah, well, sure, sure. Okay, but, you know, you're you're which, getting which, ahead. You're getting ahead. Okay, am I? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here, I I see this thing. Six piece matte liquid lipstick makeup set. It's ten dollars. So her 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 makeup brand, it's it's probably really cheap crap that and now we get to most followed person on Instagram. Most of her followers are probably young, mm-hmm. insecure girls. So they and then they see that she has a bunch of followers because there was almost certainly a push to make her the the biggest uh account on instagram that is kind of crazy right. that she is the, the biggest follower. yeah isn't that follower. All the people? yeah because yeah. because it's weird because i've known that name forever but yeah see you you know one of her songs i don't mm-hmm. and then you and you sang a little bit of it and and sometimes people do that go, oh yeah i do know that song. i i'd never heard it. it didn't even sound remotely familiar and i bet if you actually played it for me i'd say nope I'm, yeah, I'm pretty i'm pretty good with i'm pretty good with songs but there, she's probably like, oh, you want to be cool like Selena Gomez? Look how popular she is. Look how, and and she's and she's nothing. She is a hollow shell. Anyone could make that music, and anyone. Can, I'm sure this this these beauty products. They're probably made in in Vietnam or Indonesia or Cambodia. Like if they're ten dollars, they're probably made from just cheap crap, and they have her name on it as the face. Well, oh, and she's her own whatever. Someone came up to her and said, "This is going to be your business plan." How are you going to do it? You're going to be the face of it, but blah, 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 whatever. And then they just sell it to, to little girls and they can afford to buy it. Or, or their parents can say, sure, we'll get you that. No problem. That's cheap. It's not, you know, it's not Chanel or something where it's like, oh, this is kind of expensive. I don't know if I should be buying this. Yeah, I don't think Selena Gomez is as like raunchy or vulgar as like Ariana Grande. No, she definitely oh, isn't. And, and, and Demi Lovato has is like another one of those has had some kind of the, that same kind of controversy where he had some like overly sexualized um, like images of herself. Like they made fun of her on, on, on that South Park episode. <laughs> where I, 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 I think that um, uh, Selena Gomez is just kind of like a more more wholesome, kind of like a pre. Um, working Miley Cyrus type. So it's it's easier to kind of keep her as something that you can sell to, to young girls. I just still don't get how she she's 31 is worth 800 million dollars. That that is a mystery. Like is the mystery is that what you said? Yes. That like there's there's no way because I whenever it comes to like to, Top selling like music artist, her name never comes up, and that's not no. to say that her music isn't popular, but it, it can't be as as big as some of the other people that we've gone over. Where eight hundred million is ex- ex- extremely steep of an ask. Yeah, I don't, 
I don't see it. Profession, singer, actor, fashion designer, music artist, voice actor, dancer. Yeah, and, and her music, in, anyone can do that. Because, see, the well, thing is with, with, with Miley Cyrus, she pretty much blew up because she was on that show. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana, yeah. Yeah, and so she just made the natural progression from, like, teen star to, to you know, whatever musician. I, I do think that she is a, a train wreck of of a, a person like if you've ever seen pictures of her live performance there are some very questionable things and again it, it's all for little girls it, it's not it's not for teenage boys that you think that that's what it's targeted to well i think she's pretty open about her like sexual confusion or whatever you want to call it or, or whatever openness or whatever and yeah it's targeted towards kids well, yeah, because like uh, adult adult women are are interested in other things, and little girls are the ones that are the most influenced by this. Like we call it, like I guess TV culture. Okay, I don't I don't know what else you would call it, but the but the the stuff that's that's kind of promoted like this is the hot new thing because they're the most insecure and then they're the, the ones that don't want to be left out. Like they don't want to be, you know, there's the whole movie about it called mean girls. I've never seen it, <laughs> but I, I know the premise. I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, it, it just seems like it's really easy to, to get, to get a certain demographic to buy into whatever. And that demographic just it just seems to be young girls just because you just look at the pictures of who's in the audience. Like young 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 men are not going to Iggy Azalea concerts. It's all young it's, it's all young men. And I know there I'm sure there's you know adult women like in their early 20s that like that stuff and I'm sure some of them are going or they like the dance and whatever that. But it's it's mostly young people. And it and it is targeted at them, and it's not just the sexual stuff. It's it's all all media. I heard a long time ago that like seventy percent of the TV audience is women. Seventy percent. Yeah, and yeah, and I heard with it's like the opposite for movies. Like seventy percent of the the movie audience is men. Right. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't really. Oh, checked into it's, that. it's funny you kind of brought that up because I've, I've heard that we're kind of like the most like distracted generation ever, where like the rise in social media or using our phones, um, you know, and the access not only to information but we have so much access to advertisements now, and it's. I feel like people consume more. TV related things on their phone than actually sitting down on the couch watching TV. I could be wrong. Uh, I could be. I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I think if those if those numbers are a thing, then um, well, that that's who they're they're probably targeting. Their 
everything toward. Yeah, their ads. Yeah. How many percent it's going to be? And, and, and these artists are ads. The reason they get these people to, to do what they do is because they are influential. Like that, that's a new term, which I, I don't understand it, but uh, it. What being it, influential? It, no, the term influencer. Oh, yes. It's just like advertising. That, yeah, that's what the term is. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it's, I really like this YouTube influence. Yeah, dude, that one's, I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I call that one out. I'm like, oh, you know, you're just watching ads, but some people like it. Like, well, I do like what it is. So they found a way to get ads entertaining. And a lot of it, it will be like makeup tutorials. Like those are big. Sorry to kind of jump on that there, but it seems like that's, that's the new thing that didn't always exist. No, that's, that's in the, within the last 10 years, possibly like the last five or six. Five, yeah. Cause like, best, pe- yeah. cause people used to be like personality. Mm-hmm. Cause you, 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 you used to have someone like, uh, they would be an actor or a musician or a sports star. And then, you know, they would do a commercial like, you know, uh, hi, I'm, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me, like, you know, stuff like that. You you would have have these people like you know you have Dave Mustaine like you know hey rock the vote or you you have like uh, I don't Jackson, know like Bo knows you know, sure you got Bo knows or or you you got like you know that Michael Jordan stop get some help but now they're just regular people are are now like there there's no there's no skill <laughs> you know what? yeah. Go ahead. Well, I had heard, I had heard someone, uh, someone um, say like, oh, um, they might have even done like a GoFundMe. Like, I really need a computer, a uh, laptop, you know, to start my YouTube career. <laughs> but like, that's that's what they're going to do. Like, that's the new thing. Like, oh, I'm not going to go to school. Like, I, I, in order to be successful, I need like the top of the line laptop because i don't have like you could you could be a youtuber from your phone like that the laptop's not preventing you from that i just thought that was kind of funny like that's what oh i'm gonna be well that's their career i'm gonna be a youtuber yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, that that's to me that's the more interesting thing is because these the because before because i i do remember reading a long time ago about that that show star trek where people Mm -hmm. became they said they they wanted to be astronauts because of it and because of the doctor on that show they wanted to to be a doctor and like people wanted to be engineers because of the engineer on that show like that that's what it used to be like you you see bo jackson oh bo knows i i want to be a a a sports star like bo or uh you know uh, i i want to be a a big guitar virtuoso like eddie van halen or your jimmy page or uh, like stuff like that. Now it's I I want to be a YouTuber. When mm-hmm. all these YouTubers do, like most of them, they they say dumb things and then they They're they schmuck. and then they sell a product. <laughs> like this, yeah, this, like, this is what the kids are are into these days. Like I know someone they just like do videos of um like a brand new like Lexus or something. And, yeah, and you, Lexus yeah, will give them a car. <laughs> To, to check out and post the video, pay them, and then like people like enjoy those videos. It's crazy to me. But I think it's that easier than there's, doing there's a more magazine. Sh- there's or... more shameless stuff than that. Do you remember oh, this oh, yeah. thing called the Loot Crate? 
loot crate? I don't know that. Yeah, so it was this thing where you paid like $30 a month, and then they, they send you a package with, with stuff in it. And it, it pretty much came out that it was just junk, but it was okay. like at the height of like, like superheroes and Harry Potter and, and stuff like, like that, like nerd stuff, like at the height of that's popularity. Like okay. you would get a box that would have like a, like a doctor who t-shirt and like, like gloves that, that, that said like Harry Potter on them or like, like you would just, it was just junk. It was like, it was like all made in China, like dollar store junk. Oh but they would have these influencers like, yeah, I just subscribed to Loot Crate. Let's open it. Like, oh, look, it's an 80 inch flat screen TV. Wow. Thanks. You get some good stuff in here. What else do I have here? Oh, look at this. It's the, it's the deed to a castle in Ireland. Wow. You get a lot of great stuff in here. And it was all these, like these really big channels. And then they would, they like, I got loot crate. And then it was always like a bunch of great stuff. And then normal people get it. And it's just all junk. And Luke. <laughs> yeah, there was, and there, there were a few of these things. I want to say there were some other knockoffs, but like w one in like a million would have something decent, but the rest of it was just junk that these people couldn't sell. So they, they probably bought this stuff either like at the dollar store or, or just like uh post seasonal sales stuff where it was just on clearance and you know, thir 30 bucks a month. You just, everything that these, these people were just trying to liquidate and they just bought it for dirt cheap. And then they just, probably cost them like ten dollars total and that and, and most of it was the shipping and then just sold that to everybody a huge profit and then people just realized okay this is crap but it all started with these influencers mm, pushing it yes like no no longer are th these musicians inspiring because that's a, the, another thing about rock oh, yeah. and roll it inspires you to pick up an instrument and make mm -hmm. things who wants to like how nobody in the world has listened to Iggy Azalea and said, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to make music like that, but definitely young girls look at her and say, look, she's got a lot of money and attention. Oh, she's the baddest bitch in the room. Oh, Iggy Azalea. Oh, she's cool. Oh, she's doing only fans. Yeah. She's her own woman. Yeah. No, that, and that eventually these girls, they're all just. All these artists, eventually they're all going to start, just start doing hardcore pornography. It's going to happen. Well, yeah, that's like, what's the next, uh, either trajectory or the next step? Like what? No, it's, the it's just going to be hardcore pornography because the thing is because porn is so widely available on the internet. And by the way, it should go without saying, if you're watching porn, don't watch porn. It's like, it's, it's worse for you than heroin. Like it is worse on your brain. It's like the most like addictive detrimental thing to you it has horrible effects on you, on your body and on your, your soul. It's so bad, but because porn is free, which should also, uh, raise some suspicions about that business that they, they, they probably do struggle with like maintaining some kind of, um, business aspect to it. But eventually they'll just, they'll just start having all these top stars, these music stars, just like, Hey, shoot some hardcore scenes. 
put it on your whole OnlyFans, and then we, you know we'll we'll slap whatever porn company is on there, and and you can sell that to your fans, and that really just that normalizes it completely, and then it remonetizes that industry. I think that's going to be the next step. Is is the because the, these people are all, all they're already prostitutes. They're already selling their body, and they're all open about being sexually active they they clearly don't have the the dignity to to keep some kind of uh a, like autonomy like oh i'm my own person I, I you know you can't tell me what to do lady gaga's selling pharmaceutical ads Gazelia's selling her body on OnlyFans. it's in their contract now oh yeah I, i'm sure like it, it will be there like you want to make you know 50 million dollars this year yeah. you're gonna you're gonna have to do these hardcore pornographic scenes it's going to happen. I think, yeah. I mean, I can't disagree with that. You know, like what there used to be in like music contracts was. I remember Nick Menz in Nick Menz's contract with Megadeth. It's so weird. They had it literally in the contract was he had to play two songs or start two songs with drums. Drum solo, record. yeah, yep. right. And now it's no. Now you gotta. You're gonna have to do uh, porn. Uh, <laughs> Each record, <laughs> yep. Yeah, or, yeah, or gotta, do like a, instead of banging like the drums, be, you got to bang be an the escort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that bang the well, top, the top uh, fan, whoever pays the most, you know, we, like we, you know, private shows. We will get to that. That you bring ah, that up. There is yes. something we will do in a future episode. We will, we will talk about that. We need but, to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well. I'll I'll say this, just like you say, like you need to be an escort. Some already are. Like so, it's already happened. Yes, <laughs> yes. The record executive comes in. He's like, "Yep, you're sleeping with that guy right now." It's in your so contract. On the porn thing, it will just be more like it'll just be for everyone to see. Just, yeah, okay. it'll be for yeah, everyone this is to more see. Like under the rug, more okay. Yes, yeah, that, that there a... there is still there are a lot of secrets in the music industry. But the, but here's the this is the problem is when you when you have secrets like this when they come out they're scandals. But if you normalize that taboo element, then it's no longer a scandal. So once once you just make every woman uh, a a pornographer, then there'll be no surprises when it comes out, oh, this woman was sleeping with this person. Like, well, she's sleeping with people on camera. So, like, why would this be some kind of shock? And then it just normalizes uh, debauchery and wife swapping and uh, non-monogamy and all that stuff. And and I think that's the, the ultimate goal of everything is just to to, to normalize the abnormal and stigmatize the normal to do the opposite of what is good. Now I wanted to circle back to this. I really wanted to open this hour with this because <laughs> okay. it was more uh, relevant as I brought up because 2004, I specifically oh, yes. remember it ha- being like a big year for metal. So there is a, a Wikipedia tab for it. And, there under the reformed bands tab it, one is extreme it just says for a few shows but you know extreme sucks always 
uh, a band called Glider. I have no idea what that is. Apparently, they're from Ireland. But then there's Megadeth, obviously, okay. and then Motley Crue. And um, I- I'm assuming because uh, this was like you know the the John Karabi era, like John Karabi re- replaced um, Vince Neil. Oh, so I'm guessing after after they just got rid of. Um, Vince Neil, or sorry, John Karabi. Yeah, they, they got rid of John Karabi. They said, well, let's, uh, let's just get back together. Because they released two box sets, uh, Music to Crash Your Car To, Volume 1 and 2, and um, th- which is funny because the titles of the collections were heavily criticized by Hanoi rock singer Michael Monroe because Vince Neil killed, um, I can't remember the guy's name, Oh, the drunk killed, driving, right? Yeah, he killed him in a car crash. Oh, if yeah. I can remember his name, just by look, Razzle. He killed Razzle. Yeah, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say 2004 also had an interesting disbandment. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Creed. Remember them? I Of course I remember Creed. Can you take me yeah. Creed has a lot of good songs. Don't you yes, dare do. speak ill of Creed? I, I am not. And they yeah. have reformed. Even though Scott Scott Stapp is kind of a degenerate and also like a crazy person, but that is a yeah. And they have quality. some drinking problems. And, yes. Like, yeah. But that that is a wholesome lyrics. Quality rock album. My own prison. Very very good. Good rock album. But. Just going through the this this. <laughs> Do you recall Three Inches of Blood? Oh, don't they have two singers? Yeah, opened up for like for Iron, Iron Maiden. Maiden. Yeah, oh, no. uh, like, have I heard them before? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, I've seen band. them like seven times because they band. opened for Maiden seven times. <laughs> so bad, but yeah. What I just was going through this—that oh, was what I was laughing at. Hol- that's hilarious. Yeah, during the I break when we were talking. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll bring it back up. But yeah, Good so call. Three Inches of Blood had an album. <laughs> Their second album, uh, Aerosmith had an album, Honkin' on Bobo. Uh, there's some, I, I'm not going through every band because there's some bands I've never heard of and then maybe they're popular to someone, but I would, I would bet uh, if I haven't heard of them, they're probably not that popular. So it's not that notable. Alabama Thunder Pussy they had an album called Fulton Hill. It's their fifth album. Uh, All That Remains. I think that band sucks, but uh, I I do know. Never that. got into them. Yeah, uh, Amon Amarth, Fate of Norn. You know, Amon Amarth, pretty pretty popular yeah. band. Anvil. Back, <laughs> back to Basics. Yeah, their twelfth I've album. Heard, I've heard they're awful live. Oh, really? Anvil, yeah. I I I don't know anything about them. Well, they had they they're like kind of fake propped up because they did like some documentary on them. Yes, that's what them, I like, remember. Popular, about. yeah, yes. But I've, I know someone that's actually seen them live. I'm like, oh yeah, they're like the, that was like I think they told me that was like the worst band they've ever seen live. Could be could be lying, but I'm pretty sure that's what they said. But that that could have also been like one bad show. Sure. Like our our friend uh, B- uh, Baby, 
he said that uh, when he saw he saw Motorhead live, and he said they sucked so much because they were just so loud you could not. They didn't. Anything. He didn't have earplugs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's a complaint I would have over something, but I would probably like just go far away so I could hear it better. Maybe you can't do that with Motorhead. I don't know. I wish I saw Motorhead. I did see I Motorhead, my... and Motorhead ruled when I saw them. But more on that. But he, but he said he saw them one night. He saw them. He said they were terrible because they were just so loud, and all you could hear was basically just the the bass drum. Yep. So you know, I I understand that. So maybe someone saw Anvil at a in some terrible venue or something. Do you know the sure. band Slade? I don't think so. So they they were the band that originally did Come On, Feel the Noise, Mama, We're All Crazy Now. Oh no way! Yeah, you didn't that's know. a ripoff. You didn't know? Yeah, that is a cover. Quiet Right covered Come On, Feel the Noise. Yeah, and uh, they they had another song, Metal was, Health. That was a quite right the third yeah, quite nice. right album. But anyway, they had another song. It's called Run Runaway. It's a really good song. I, I I recommend looking it up. Slade Run Runaway. And I saw this this live clip uh, of them. Just, just I just watched on YouTube them playing that song. And it was like somewhat recently, like within the last like 10, 15 years, maybe, because that band's like from the 70s. They're very old. And it was one of the worst things I'd ever heard. And I was like, I don't know about this. This seems really bad. And then I went in the comment section and everyone agreed with me. I'm like, okay, good. Not just me. Uh, and again, like sometimes like quality, someone recording with their phone, it's not the best, but you know, it was, it was bad even for that. So it's possible that uh, Anvil is one of the worst live bands of all time. But yeah, they had the, it was called like Anvil, the story of Anvil. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I remember when that documentary came out. I never saw it, but I remember seeing that. It was like, it was a band I'd never heard of. And uh, it seemed like it was a band I should have. A a Treyu, the curse. Yeah, their second record. Uh, Treyu is also another really terrible band. But, uh, well, here's a good one. Demigod Behemoth, the, the quality record. Yeah. Sculpting film stuff, awesome song. Um, bon Jovi had a box set. Here's what Breaking Ooh. Benjamin. That's a rock band. Guess they had an album out, but because this because this is 2004 in heavy metal music specifically, I'm gonna discount that. But they put that on there. Uh, Cannibal Corpse, the Wretched Spawn. Which I it is a good record. I, I do like that one. Had Jack Owen on it. Uh, Cheville. This type it's of thing. <laughs> yeah, I, and I know a lot of people. I, I know a lot of people like Cheville. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I'm not saying I like him. Right, I don't yes. think I, I can't even tell a song. Okay, about so him, here's one: the the chariot. Yeah, so they had an album, Everything is Alive, Everything is Breathing, Nothing is Dead, and Nothing is Bleeding. I saw The Chariot live. Now, that was uh, the worst band I've ever seen live. Not just for how they sounded, but that was the the worst songs ever. So bad. This was a trend in the mid-2000s, maybe started the early 2000s, but this was the trend 
bands that tried to to look like they were all like offbeat stylistically, but they they didn't have any riffs and they would just like have like songs that would go like I'm not even joking. That that is what the song sounded like. I auditioned for a band once just because I wanted to be in a band that I hadn't been in a band in a long time. And that's that was what their songs were like. Like the vocals were like and the songs were like just completely amelodic, uh chaotic, and they th- and they thought it was so clever, like, yeah, we're like we sound like a bunch of cavemen around a fire. I'm like, that's a bad thing. They evolved for a reason. Like you don't want to sound like like the evolution. But the chariot, I, I only remember them because that was that was the worst thing I had ever heard live. Here's another one. A cradle of filth, nymphetamine. I don't like cradle of filth at all. But it's pretty funny because uh cradle of filth. English extreme metal band. Extreme metal, eh? I, I know they're yeah. supposed to be like a, a black metal band. But to, but under um, Behemoth, it also says Polish extreme metal band. It doesn't even say death metal. It doesn't say black metal. Extreme metal. Which is extreme. Yes. Is extreme an extreme metal band? Uh, um, an extremist. Damage Plan. Newfound Power. That was the Vinnie Paul. And, and, and Dimebag Daryl. Uh, yeah. Yep. This was the final album because uh, Daryl did oh, die yeah. that year. Yeah. Uh, Danzig, yeah, Circle of Snakes. Which you know, Danzig, a- I feel like Danzig gets unfairly criticized. Have you run into this when someone, like, you'll hear, like, Mother, the song Mother came on at the bowling alley and... <laughs> People like traded verses. It was actually pretty cool. Like, um, but they'll be like, "Yeah, like Danzig is just that's a one-hit wonder." Like he just he just sucks. And I'm like, "What?" Danzig is but a one-hit you... wonder because people are are dumb enough to believe that because they only know the one song. But Danzig headlined the Irvine Meadows. Right, and that's a big yeah venue. It's not yeah. nothing. Yeah. It's Iron Maiden does that. Yeah. <laughs> like, so well, yeah, and, people, I, people, Danzig gets overshadowed by the Misfits. And the thing is, the Misfits are more heavily marketed because they are the most, next to Kiss, the most merchandised band. So people know the Misfits and they know Danzig left the Misfits mm-hmm. and they know the Original Misfits and they, like, and they like the Misfits. Mm-hmm. So Danzig must be bad because he's not in the Misfits, the one that they like. I I think Danzig is a much better band than the Misfits. I like. Misfits. I, I agree. I love. I I enjoy Danzig. Yeah, I I, he's got a ton of great stuff. I, but I, I, I'm I like, oh, Dan- but I, I but I I hear that often though. He comes that's on because people are dumb. People people know Mother and they they don't they don't know like Danzig had a, a, a string of hits that weren't Mother. Mother's just the one that was the most played. Like uh, her black wings w- was a hit. So was Sistina's. Like there, there were a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Can't speak was a big hit. Can't he, speak. Yeah, he had and a Kiss lot the of hits. Skull hit. even was a good that one. was not a hit. That was a that wasn't one. a hit. No, Kiss the, the Skull was the devil's play thing. Blood and tears. 
Blood and Tears wasn't a single. Okay. Uh, Devil's Plaything, I believe, was. I, I think it was. I, I'd have to, to, to go go through most In of the it. archive. The Twist of Cain? Twist of Cain, was, that was the first single. Okay. Yeah, there was um, there a lot of... Uh, like you think if those people heard all these songs that we just mentioned, they would be like, "Oh, yeah, no, he's not just a one-hit wonder." Or, 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 are we just fans and we're, you know, it's so weird to me that people. That's because people don't know. No, 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 pe- no people, like, people don't know. <laughs> no, 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 people don't know. They, they don't know about all these, these, um, these other songs. They just know mother. And they assume because they don't know other songs that Danzig is isn't a, a a big act in its own right. Like, okay, people know Mother. I don't know Selena Gomez. I know she's not a one hit wonder though. I don't know any of her songs because I'm not dumb enough to believe that. <laughs> like people, people, people will dump on Danzig because they know one song. And and they won't even self-reflect enough to think, maybe I just don't know what I'm talking about. Because everyone is the smartest person in the room at all times. No one's ever uh no one's ever ignorant. Because the, the first Danzig record, it's a good quality record. Every every album of that era or of that that lineup of dancing is better than that. Like, like the, the best songs on the first dancing record are soul on fire, twist of Cain, uh, end of time, the hunter I mean, mother is a good song. I just have kind of a problem with mother just because it, it's just, and am I demon also am I demons? Excellent. Song. Just cause I've, I've heard, um, um, mother so many times. Apparently James Hetfield did backup vocals on Twist of Cain and Possession on the first Danzig record. Oh, weird. That's neat. I didn't know that. Yeah, I see but, that can't... Oh. You are going to say something about it. Can't Speak? So, yeah, Can't Speak. It's the band's only other uh, single than... Uh, other single other than uh, Mother to chart on the Billboard. Those are the right. only two. But he's had yeah. multiple on the Billboard Hot 100. Right, right, yeah. Like those were like just the, mother. the big hits. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, every every song on Danzig too. That's not true. Um, Pain in the World and Girl are not that great of songs. But Long Way Back from Hell is one of the best Danzig songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tired of Being Alive is might be my favorite Danzig song. Her Black Wings is is excellent. I'm the One is cool. Killer Wolf is cool. Snakes of Christ is cool. Devil's Play thing is, is fun. Kind of reminds me of Stonehenge by Spinal Tap. 777 is cool. Mm-hmm. One Tears is also an excellent song. But Danzig 3, every song on that is, is perfect. Godless is great. Anything is great. Bodies is, is fun. How oh, the God Skill is awesome. Dirty Black Summer is great. Left Hand Black is the best song on that album. Art of the Devil is really good. Sestina's is excellent. Beware the Mark's really cool. And When the Dying Calls is a great way to to end an album and then the next i'll discount the the two little things he did after that one's an ep but and then danzig four which i do have on lp 
<laughs> uh, I I think Little Whip is not a, a good song, but everything else is so awesome. Brand New God is such a an amazing way to open an album. Can't Speak is a good song. Going Down to Die is a great song. Uh, Until You Call in the Dark is all it's it's a little weak, but it, it's okay. Dominion is really good song. Bringer of Death is. I don't know why he always plays that one live. That one's kind of a weird, weird choice. The Disticle is barely a song to me. Some of the Morning Stars are really good. I don't mind the Pain's awesome. The Stalker song is really, really good. And Let It Be Captured is, is really good. And, like, that's just the classic period. Like that, that, That's all, like, really good stuff. And people, you know Mother, but that's a testament to the band. How many other, like, pull someone aside that knows Mother's sake. Can you name an Iron Maiden song? because <laughs> a lot of this stuff people know it because it was in like a video game or a movie like i'm pretty sure mother was on, on guitar hero it was yeah that's how people know this stuff i actually love the uh the industrial album danzig five black acid devil it's really, really good if you like that kind of music that that album's really good seventh house is a really good song uh, Come to Silver is really good. Power of Darkness is really cool. Sacrifice is a classic. It's a great song. Really, really creative cover of Hand of Doom. Uh, Danzig Six, uh, I think that album's mostly bad. I think that's a pretty bad album. Five Finger Crawl is all right. Um, 13 is a good song. I'm fairly certain Johnny Cash wrote it. I guess not, or or he wrote it for Johnny Cash, something. I think he wrote it for Johnny Cash. I think that was yeah. There's something about, but that, but that's a good song. But that was yeah, and that opened the movie The Hangover. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, and then Danzig Seven is pretty bad. The Elucifery. Uh, I I think uh, Black Mass is a pretty cool song, but uh, the rest of that album sucks. Circle of Snakes. Feels like he's trying to get back on the right track. I I, I think Skin Carver's pretty good. Circle of Snakes is silly. A Thousand Devils Reigns, okay. Skull Forest is average. Hell Mask is really bad. When We Were Dead's not memorable. Night Besodom's not good. Like Darkness and Netherbound are forgettable. Black Angel, White Angel is pretty good. That album is it's better than six and seven. And then uh, the Lost Tracks of Danzig is really worth worth a listen. There's a lot of really good songs in there. But the the ninth album, Death Red Sabbath, that album's really good. Like it, it actually feels it, it's like like what I said about um the the Duran Duran record and to a lesser extent the Sick to Dying the Dead. It, it sounds like Danzig is trying to sound like classic Danzig, and it mostly works. There's a lot of really good songs on there. I think Danzig gets a bad rap for being Danzig and I think he's been kind of memed. Well, he got in a being, fight or something. Didn't yeah, he? that that too. Yeah. He pushed some guy and the guy just like like punched him and knocked, knocked him knocked out. him out, right? Yeah. I literally heard the guy like, "Well, he got knocked out so I got like, well, well, also that later. guy was huge and <laughs> Danzig was a monster. little guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, and I, I met Danzig too, and he was actually, like, he was a really nice guy. I was surprised. Like, he, he had a, a lot of, 
a lot of humor and a lot of life. You know, he was smiling. He, he was he was cool after like for years everyone speaking ill of him. Yeah, I I kind of feel bad for him in that sense because I've always liked Danzig because like the the first band that I really got into where I was like this is my thing was the Misfits, and they had yeah, so. Yeah, and they they have so little music, and it was just kind of sad. Like, like, why can't there be more of this? Like, I don't want to listen to Danzig. I know Mother, that song's okay, but exactly. Uh, <laughs> but then I, but then I found more of it. I'm like, oh, okay. Like this band rules. And I'm like, what? Why? Why would I ever listen to the Misfits? I can just listen to Danzig. And then I, and and all these people, these these losers, <laughs> that. That they think they know everything. Like these these people, that mm-hmm. they all work like, like these these lame, uneventful Joe jobs that think that they're like, like Los Angeles music scene celebrities because they've seen a bunch of bands live that nobody cares that they've seen them, and like a lot of those people would like meme about how Danzig is a piece of crap and mm-hmm. and how he like deserved to get punched out. And, and it's like, what well, you're 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 still coming to his shows. Like I keep seeing you at every every time they're touring. Here's, here's, oh, oh, it's you again. Weren't you just speaking ill of Danzig last year and now you're back? Huh. Weird how that works. And, and he's almost kind of like a, a victim of not his own narrative, but other people's. Because like he, you know, he he was in that show uh portlandia where he was playing oh, was some, he? like yeah he's playing like a transylvanian like where the main people oh went my to the gosh. beach, and you know and it looks like he's having a good time uh he was in an episode of aqua teen hunger force and you know he plays out uh, like a fictionalized version of himself and like he always seems to to have a good time uh about like he had like he has a sense of humor about himself but maybe that happened in more recent years because, you know, he's just getting older and, and he's just kind of accepted his meme status. But he, he made a movie. Uh, Wasn't it like years. a vampire movie or something? I know he did make a vampire movie, like with vampire, okay. like cowboys. Yeah. I think, I don't, yeah. I don't Is know that if that not came the one out. You're talking about. Okay. No, he, he oh, made, he made one called like Veronica. And supposedly it's like <laughs> the worst. Why are you laughing? Oh, yeah, like supposedly it's it's just terrible, but in a way where it's funny. So okay, uh, well, I, I've seen some clips from it, and it looks like you know pretty pretty embarrassing. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. But okay, so um, what is it? called death rider in the house of vampires i i don't know if did this come out i mean i, I would, couldn't tell you i'd 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 like to watch it but yeah i just saw some stuff from that that veronica movie and it, it looked really bad okay so let me see yeah so yeah he was in an episode of portlandia i he was in a, a the movie the prophecy 2 I only know that because I, I just watched the clip that he was in because I wanted to see it because it had Danzig in it. Let's see. Danzig as a director. He's a director? Yeah. 
okay, here it is, Veronica. On IMDb, it has a, a 1.9. <laughs> out of what? 100? Out of, out of 10. Okay. Yeah, like the, the highest rated and, movie is like 9 point something. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, I mean, that sounds, sounds good to me. Here we go, Veronica. Came out in 2019. Oh, the surreal and bloody trilogy of erotic horror stories told from Danzig's comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to see this. It looked, it looked just terrible. <laughs> I don't know about this. I've already forgotten. Death Rider in the House of Vampires. This one's rated a little higher. This is out of 4.1. Oh, it's so, 4.1 out of 10? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You know, that seems a little better. But this one's got Why some like good? this one's got some known actors in it. It's got like Julian Sands, uh Devin Sawa, uh, Danny Trejo. Okay. You know, so some people, people Yeah, that, no, there's there are people's people that people know. Uh Eli Roth. I think the Danny Trejo has like a taco chain now. He's like famous for like cauliflower tacos in like oh. Los Angeles. Yeah, business on businessman. Yeah, good for him. Machete, uh, right? Isn't that him? Yeah, yeah. He was in um, um, the Spy Kids. Machete. <laughs> I guess he's in Machete. <laughs> but yeah, I, I know him from Spy Kids. Isn't his, oh, yeah, isn't, a... isn't that's his name in Spy Kids? Isn't it Uncle Machete? Probably. Yeah, well, that's right. He's the uncle. Yeah, that, that's the shiitake. He made put shiitake mushrooms on the map. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he's in other stuff too. I don't know. I'll take your word yeah. for it. And now he makes okay. taco. I thought you said caca, but you did taco. You, will you pull. Oh. Will you pull your brain out of the gutter. Yeah, I can't do that. Um, I am looking at this. Uh, Glenn Danzig writing the song "13" for Johnny Cash, which appeared on his 1994 American Recordings album and in its full-length version on disc 5 of Cash's posthumous 2003 Unearthed box set. Uh, apparently, okay. Dan... Yeah. Jelly. There's a little more. It's kind of interesting. Uh, Danzig wrote the song in half an hour. As soon as he got off the phone with Johnny Cash, apparently, um, Danzig also wrote Come to Silver for Cash, okay, which I like Cash that never wrote. Okay, Cash never recorded, and since it wasn't being used, Danzig did it himself on Black Acid Devil. And then uh, Danzig covered Cash doing his song by doing his own version of 13 on his 1999 album. Uh, yeah. All right, well, that was nice of us to, to round out with Danzig. I didn't even get back to, to most of the the stuff from oh, 2004, but but to, to make a you know long story short, there were there were a lot of a lot of notable bands, and to add the uh, actual uh, concrete, I I wasn't sure if it was Dio or Ozzy that had the album. It was Dio. Dio had an album. Oh, okay. Uh, called Master of the Moon, and Dawkins also had an album. Ooh. Yeah. So there there were some there were some hitters there. But it sure. doesn't matter. But I just remember 2004. Uh, that was kind of the year that there was kind of like a, uh, a shock to the system for metal. And it really, really did start making a comeback. And that, that's when all these bands really started 
testing the waters, seeing what people like, and then slowly they got back to doing the heavy stuff. But that being said, why don't you take us home, DJ? Yeah, so I think it's important that we do reflect on on um, on ourselves. You know, uh, we are we're so consumed nowadays with being busy, and we are really distracted. So just take some time, think, reflect, think about you know if you uh, if you like the song Mother, but you think Danzig sucks, maybe you should uh, check out more of his songs or discography because to get a fuller picture, you really need to reflect and and really delve into it. So with that being said, thank you for tuning into the Metal Podcast. Thank you for checking it out and connect with us on Discord and we will send you out that invite. Stay safe out there.